Hey there. Welcome to the Literary Escape Podcast. I'm your host, Becky, and I'm glad you're here today. On the Literary Escape Podcast, we talk about books. We talk about escapes that we can have through our books. And I always have some great book recommendations for you. So buckle up and let's see where we're going today. Enjoy the show. Today, I've got a fun interview to share with you. I've met Aria Bliss a couple of times in the last year, and we've been to a couple of the same conferences. So it's been a lot of fun kind of getting to know her a little bit. And I was so excited when she said that she would join me on the podcast today. So I cannot wait to share with you all about her books and all about her writing and um, why you should check her out. If you are into steamy, emotionally charged romance with humor, drama, and big old feels, then you're definitely going to want to check her out. So without further ado, let me introduce you to Aria Bliss. So Aria, thank you so much for joining me today. I'm happy to have you on the podcast. Thanks for having me. Excited to be here. Yeah. So you and I have met a couple of different times this year, and yes. um, it's been really fun getting to know you. So I <laughs> you appreci- too. Yeah. I appreciate you joining me today so I can learn even more. Yeah, about- I'm excited. This is, it's always fun to talk a uh, book stuff. So I'm I always agree. open to that. I'm always down with that myself. So I know that writing is not your full-time job. So how did you Correct. get into writing? You know, well, like, like so many people, I think it's, it's one of those things that I've always, it's always been there from my, even from a, as a young child. Um, but I, I mean, I did, I wrote a lot in my early, I guess, preteen and teenage years. Um, it was kind of a way, you know, it's the magic escapism sometimes from, yeah. you know, the, life and being a kid and all those things and then as I you know I got older and I, I focused more on my on my day job like as a scientist I still always read a lot I've always been a, a very very avid reader um and I think I finally got to a point because I started out writing science fiction and fantasy under a different pen name oh. before I jumped over into romance and okay. the main reason why I started writing because all the books that I loved the most were young adult okay and they're just and I was like why can't we have books that have characters my age in them? <laughs> Indeed, yes. And so that's what kind of that's what kind of re-sparked that love of writing in me was I, you know, because I was like, well, if you can't find the book you want to read, then write it. And I'm like, okay, that's exactly fine. right. That's so that's exactly how I kind right. of started it. And then it just kind of led down this path to the journey to where I am now writing um, contemporary romances, Aria Bliss. Okay. So your daytime job is a scientist and did Correct. that creep into any of your books? Um, it has actually, it, it definitely played a huge part of like the science fiction fantasy that I yeah. wrote under a different pen name for sure. But even um, with the contemporary romance that I'm writing, I have, and I haven't written it yet, but I have a whole series kind of that I've been planning and outlining and, you know, that I hopefully will start writing sometime next year, which is going to center around nerdy scientists that work at a university similar to (laughs) me (laughs) that's fun not too science heavy so that it doesn't like bog down the average person's brain because most people don't get as passionate about science as I do (laughs) (laughs) okay that's that sounds like fun yeah so your books are sexy and fun with a healthy dose of real life yes so 
how does how does the real life what does that mean so I try to write characters that could be our everyday friends they could be people that we could relate to and and even like you know either see ourselves as or see as our friends dealing with you know real life issues and wounds and backgrounds and um and relationship struggles and so it's just because it's important to me like because like sometimes you know even in the contemporary world you can read something that's just like it's highly entertaining and it's fun and it's like or it but it's just so it's like like this would never happen right yeah and while there's always there's always little things like well that probably wouldn't really happen in real life but it fits maybe the trope (laughs) that I'm writing but I try to make everything that I write be like something that's like we can relate to in real life that's like you know so yes it's a form of escapism but yet we could it's it's there's there's a level of reality to it that is like that that these could be our friends well that always makes me kind of root for them a little more and yes at the end of it it always makes me a little sad to have to say goodbye to them (laughs) i know right i'm finishing up a series right now i'm I'm ready i'm getting ready to start writing the very last book in the series and part of me is like i'm excited to get it done but i'm also sad because i'm like I really like these people. (laughs) They're like my family. (laughs) So when you do a series, do like the characters from book one, are they in book two? Yes. Yes. They're all interconnected. So, and I, which that's kind of like the new term in, um, Okay. I'm writing contemporary romance like in the series because like uh, in, in 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 romance they don't you, like your books don't end in cliffhangers each book is like an individual standalone typically yeah. even though they're connected so they're all interconnected standalones um okay and that yeah. seems to be the hot new topic of what you know everybody is using now to describe them which is true so you get to meet like all the characters and then you get so like in book one you maybe meet all the characters and then in the next book you'll see the story of one of the other ones that you met and so on and so and it's 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 both fun and challenging to write that way because, you know, it's just like carrying over all those characters through like a four or five book series without, you know, with like remembering like, am I telling them enough for this one to be a standalone or am I telling them right. too much? And they're going to be yeah. like, why are you telling me all of this? <laughs> yeah. And it's, so. it's gotta be a tricky balance between, you know, the people yeah. that have read one, two, and three, they don't want to read yeah. all of the same stuff in book four exactly but if there's information that the new reader needs to know for this one enough to right. make them like want to go back and read the other ones. correct without but. yes <laughs> without being like this is way too much info <laughs> exactly yeah so what was your first books that you wrote um my very you, first i was gonna say you started in science fiction right Correct. Okay. So, and were they the first ones that were published? They were the first ones that were published. Yes. Was in the science fiction and fantasy, kind of this like dystopian um, uh, type world that I created. And yeah, and they are. And so like, I'm a very, I'm a plot driven writer. So you like either have character driven writers or plot driven writers. And I'm a plot driven writer and science fiction fantasy is heavily dominated by the plot. Right. Yeah. Um, so it made sense that that's where I started my writing journey. And one of the, I guess, criticisms that I got back about was like my character development could have been better. They, okay. you know, sometimes some readers maybe struggled connecting with the characters more and okay. that's what led me. So I, I did like a, I'm a, I'm a self learner. And so I will, like, if I feel like I need to work on something, I will like deep dive into that subject matter. Okay. I'll spend a year, sometimes more, whatever it takes to like get it. So I did like a year long 
character emotional journey Mm -hmm. um, in writing and that led me to writing romance which is how I started writing romance as Aria Bliss Um, because romance stories are true character-driven stories right and so when I started writing um, in that so I started with um, more of a novella series I didn't really know if I was going to enjoy it because I love writing science fiction I love making up worlds that you know yeah it's just it's just super fun it's it's it can be mind-boggling but it's super fun to do um, and I wasn't sure if I was going to like writing romance so I started on a smaller scale to as a way to like improve my character development in my stories and so my first series um is, is actually a series of novellas they're anywhere from like 25 to I think the last one ended up being like 55,000 words so they okay. kind of grew from there yeah totally. each one gets a little bit longer you know because I think I kept learning more and enjoying the write that writing process more and like deep digging deeper into the emotional journey of characters so each one got a little bit deeper and a little bit better right um and it was all centered around like office romances um because at the time I was working in like corporate America when I started writing that series for a consulting firm and so my my personal life was heavy into like just like office dynamics and what it I mean dealing with you know big big city issues and things like that Mm -hmm. and so that's what the first series really centered around were you know couples who are like maneuvering through these office environments and and falling in love and was that the one that was called it's called office quickies um, that's called um an after hours affair is what it's called okay okay after yeah after hours affair that was all that all took place in new york city right correct in new york city yes okay and did you live in new york city i did not um okay so interestingly enough I've always I'm a country girl I'm a small town girl I always want to live in a small town it's like that is my preferred I grew up in the middle of nowhere um I always want to live in the middle of nowhere but (laughs) I still love the city dynamics and I love and I lived in I've lived in big cities in the past um but like my first series my first science fiction and fantasy series the dystopian series actually takes place in new york city um and i'm actually destroying new york city in that book series <laughs> <laughs> and so it just kind of felt right to just go take back this to and new like york go back and, and just like start there. give it a little um, bit of love this time maybe <laughs> exactly 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 so yeah Oh, that's fun. Okay. And have you been to New York before? I have. Yes. Okay. Yes. Never lived there. I haven't ever stayed there for long. Haven't, you know, but it's just, you know, enough to get the energy it's, of it. It's, yeah, and... it's, it's one of those cities that like, I, it's like, like, I want to go there and spend, I, 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 I like to immerse myself in, in, in communities and environments. Um, and I tend to write about areas that I want to immerse myself in. Okay. Okay. And so and that's, that's one fun. of those areas that I want to like, I want to go and I want to like just like for two or three weeks and just immerse myself into New York city life and yeah. experience it on a, not just, not just for a weekend or even for a week. So I just don't feel right. like that's even possibly enough. Right. It doesn't seem like it would be. Yeah. 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 So what's the latest series that you've been working on? So interesting enough, this latest series actually took me back to New York city. <laughs> Oh, okay. So, so I was, I, my first series took place in New York city. My second series was a small town romance that took place in a fictional small town I made up in Northern Montana. Um, And then, so my current series, the one I'm currently writing the last um, book for, it's called a drunk love contemporary romance series actually takes place in New York city as well. Um, And so actually this is, this series is actually ended up being a pseudo spinoff from a character in a bar I introduced in 
the first series. And oh, so fun. The, yeah. So in, um, I think it's in the fourth book in the first series. Um, and actually interesting enough, the fourth book in the first series is spin off for both of my next two series. It introduces a character that comes from Montana and then jumps over there. And then it also introduces a character in the bar called the rock room. That is the focal point of the current series, um, a drunk love. Um, nice. and so it's a group of siblings that, you know, they, you know, wealthy family, they're, they're billionaires, but I don't really focus on that trope in the series. I don't even really promote the series as that, even though they're okay. a very wealthy family. It's just, you know, it's more fun to live in New York City when you have lots of money. <laughs> I would imagine so. Yes, I would imagine so. Doing New York on a budget is challenging. It's tough. Yeah, it's tough. <laughs> and it's been interesting in bringing characters into that series who need to live on a budget. <laughs> right, right. That's always a fun one. Yeah. I mean, balancing those dynamics you have, between Yeah, this one who knows how to spend it. And this one who... The one who's like, I'm on a budget. I can't do this. Yeah, yeah. that's so funny. So... Tell me about the small town Montana one. So yeah, so the small town um, in Montana, so it's a fictional, um, like I said, I'm a small town girl and I don't know, it's like when I decided to write that, it was like one of those things like I wanted to kind of get back to my roots, even though I didn't grow up in Montana, I grew up in Southern Ohio, um, but I wanted to take, and I just, it was just, I wanted to write about more of that lifestyle, that living, like, you know, living like ranches and farms and okay. um and just like, cause the struggles and the dynamics, it's very different in small town versus a big city. And then what the, um, like I am like as a scientist, I'm an, I'm an environmental scientist. So nature is a big part of, of my life and my passion. Yeah. And so by writing in a small town community, you know, the focal, we can focus more on the environment and nature and the surroundings. And I purposefully, um, place this small town near Glacier National Park near the mountains because the mountains are my thing I could live I live in Florida one of the flattest states in this nation right <laughs> um but it's my I would prefer I prefer mountains I want to live in yeah. the mountains I want to live where there's snow and there's and there's topography and um yeah. and so I, that's one of the reasons why I chose that area to write about um even I've been to parts of that region I just I just love that I love mountains I love small towns I love you know, the like festivals and the like little carnivals and things that you yeah, can those are focus on. Uniquely, just, I, I think, I mean, having never yeah. lived in a big city either, but I feel like that kind of stuff is yeah, kind of like uniquely, you know, city, the county yes. fair and you know, exactly things exactly. like, you know, the 4th of July parade are a big deal. And, right. And you, yeah. it's just not, even though big cities may have those things, it's just very different. It's not yeah. the same. Cause like I, growing up in Ohio, I grew up where like, Oktoberfest are a really big thing. Yeah. And like if you go to Oktoberfest in a big city, it's nothing like the Oktoberfest that the small villages will have. They're like night and day in oh, terms of funny. the dynamics and how they're structured and, and the vibe and the feel. And I just love that small town vibe, which is why I wanted to write a small town series as well. <laughs> That's fun. I was just out in uh, Glacier the beginning of last month. So oh, about a month exciting. ago, about four weeks ago. Yeah. And I had Beautiful never... Area. I'd never been to Glacier. I'd been to Montana before, but never to Glacier. And it is a beautiful area. Yeah, it's beautiful. I, the topography and it, mm -hmm. it was, we had some really cool hikes and I bet. waterfalls are amazing. And we were walking on this one path, this one hike, and there's a deer like literally right off the path, which I'm assuming tells you how used to it's like you just me. become part of the scenery at that point apparently yeah but 
it was, I mean, I could have reached out and touched it. I didn't, of course. Yeah. But, um, it yeah, was it's always interesting. Yeah, it's always yeah. interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty funny. For sure. Yeah. And little, uh, I think they were chipmunks, maybe. No, what were they? Mar marmosets, maybe? Okay. That were completely yeah. unafraid of us and like yeah. trying to dive into our purses and you know wherever they might find a snack and like oh. yep. it's like so when people get that's why they get trained people start speed speeding the the, the critters and it's like this is why yeah. the critters become problematic because you're not supposed to exactly exactly i mean being another floridian we know that with the alligators oh for sure yeah not a good thing to do yeah because so, when the yeah. alligators are scared of you it's time to run that's a problem <laughs> yeah and you yeah that's a problem yep so New York, Montana. Do you have any other settings for your books? Yes. So those are the only two settings that I have published works in, but I have okay. future works. Like, so my next series, the series I'm going to start um, as soon as I finish the fifth book in um, a drunk love series is actually going to take place in my hometown where I grew up in Southern Ohio. Oh, fun. So I'm going, I'm going full immersion back into my roots. Um, it's going to be, I think, an interesting and challenging series for me to write. Um, because it will probably be some of the more personal works that I've ever written yeah. because I'm, I'm pulling in like my hometown dynamics. I'm actually, I'm not even going to change the setting. It's like, I grew up in oh. a small village called Beaver, Ohio, and it's in, it's going to take place in Beaver, Ohio. Really? Um, wow. So okay. I'm not going to change. I'm going to change. I was going to ask that. Yeah. I'm going to change some things, you know, like, you know, businesses and things like that. I'm not going to use existing Okay. Um, things, but I'm, but all these cities and towns and villages and regional areas in the county, all of that is going to remain the same. I'm not wow. going to change any of that in the setting. Um, Cause I really want to, and so it'll obviously still be small town to be, and, um, and so I have, I grew up, there's seven of us. I have six siblings. So there's seven of us. And wow. so, um, and we have a very weird family dynamics, multiple dads, multiple. So it's just, you know, okay. it's, it's, a, yeah. you know, it's one of those okay. families. And so I'm going to do the same thing, but instead of, I'm going to make them all brothers. So it's going to be seven brothers. Okay. Um, and so each one of kind them of the are going seven to, brides for seven brothers <laughs> kind of thing. Yeah. So it's good. So a lot of it is going to build off of, um, they're not going to exactly be me and my siblings, but they're going to, I'm going to pull in, um, the different struggles and the dynamics that each of us like we dealt with and grew up with yeah. you know with the type with our childhoods and well, like yeah probably, blending yeah blending that yeah always it's always a challenge it's yeah. always a challenge yeah so um so yeah so I'm looking forward to that one because it's there's just so much I mean it's just going to build on like my so much things that so many things that I know but I also think it's going to be one of the more challenging um works that I've ever written because yeah. it is going to be more personal and yeah. so it's going to be the balance of you know and how to change some of that so yes. that it's not like balance between the real and the fictitious exactly part. exactly but I'm looking forward to it because it's oh, just, it's be just a lot of fun there's just gonna be a lot of fun small town topics mm -hmm. and dynamics that you know I'm gonna play with and have fun with um that I'm just it's, oh, that's you know, good do you yeah. have the series already kind of plotted out I do yeah so I do I'm a, I'm a heavy plotter I yeah. plot every single thing I've worked I mean I chapter that's by a chapter. scientist in you I it think it is absolutely absolutely I have I have my method there's a method you know sometimes you'd be like how do you guys know what to do and it's like I have a method I know exactly what's going to happen from chapter to chapter scene to scene from beginning nice. to end before I even start writing um and I haven't done that to each detail for every single one of the books but I have 
I've got my character sketches done for all the characters, including like secondary families and, you know, grandmas and dads and okay. um, uh, friends or, you know, like the dynamics, like the concepts I want to pull into it. Like, you know, there's going to, they're all going to be, you know, race car drivers and mechanics. Cause that's the big thing. Tractor pulling, I'm going to go mud running in the logging trails in Southern <laughs> Ohio. You know, Cause like all these things, I mean, they're going to have like play Euchre and poker and yeah. they're going to be bake-off contests. There's like all these things that are like things from my, from my home life that are all going to be incorporated. Yeah. In there. Like all that is kind of planned out. Um, there are going to be some rival family dynamics and, um, Oh, that'll be so. Fun. Yeah, so and I kind of know I know each of the hero and heroine and what their primary personalities are and what their struggles are going to be and what the overall concepts and dynamics of each story is going to be and in each one of them they're going to be more emotional stories. Okay. I think. Um, each struggling with um, you know, like like some like emotional wound and trauma that okay overcome. Yeah. And so. And I've kind of, I've planned all of that out. And so now nice. just, as soon as I finish the series, I'll be hopping into the first book in that one. And then that'll be my next Then you're running, yeah. yeah. I'm running, yep, ready to go. So how long does it take you to write, to draft a book, I guess? Um, so if, when I'm outlining, um, so it usually takes me about a week or two, a week or two to get fully, get my outline to the point where I'm comfortable to actually start writing. And so, and a lot, but like, I will be, even when I'm writing one book, I'm thinking about, more than one book at the same yeah, time no, I get so I'll that. be writing ideas down all the time so I have like notes and stuff I'm always writing down ideas um so I usually take but once I'm ready to start on a book okay I'll, then I'll sit down okay here's all my notes on this book it usually takes me about a week or two to out to get everything outlined and then once I start writing once that's done I can usually write a completed draft in about a month okay month and a half depending if I have like my day job and life yeah kind of yeah busy, but usually about a month and then nice first draft is done so I'm a pretty that's fast awesome. writer once I know everything that's going to happen. Okay. That certainly seems like it would make it a lot easier. Um, yeah. I'm always impressed by the pantsers who don't have any idea where it's going. And, you know, the characters kind of make it up as they go. <laughs> I know. I was like, wow, that is so cool. I have the utmost respect for pantsers. I have yeah. no clue how they do it because I could not. But I know when I talk to my friends who are pantsers and they're like, oh, I'm going to struggle with writer's block. And so like, I don't struggle with writer's block. I struggle with plotter's block. Like that's what holds me up is okay. if I'm struggling with figuring out plot points because I can't get myself to, to write. Even if I have like, say the first two thirds of the story, like plotted out and outlined, I cannot start writing even chapter until, one until I, until everything's you know my going. brain just yeah. like, no. Because what if something happens in that last quarter of the book that like, or something changes and I'm like, okay, but then I got to change at the and beginning change and I've already yeah. written it. I don't like to rewrite things. I'm very, yeah. so yeah. So I get plotter's block, not writer's block. Okay. That's interesting. I love that. I love, I love how everybody does it differently. It, yeah. yeah. At the end of the day, we all write books that make sense. Exactly. They're great. And they, they, you all get to the, same finish line and we do it just we get there differently yeah that I love that I think that's such a cool thing and I, I mean it seems like if anybody wants to be a writer they should try it because there's so yeah. many ways to do it yeah and and, and there's a and there are so many 
you know, really the, the, the trick with, with writing a novel and if you, when, the, when you decide to write is finding which techniques and approaches work best for you. Because there is, and there are so many different books out there, like craft books to read and look at to, and it's just, the trick is really just finding what works for you. And then, yeah. and then that's what and you that stick with. that just takes playing with it. And yeah. And out. like, I, cause it did, I spent like before I, and that's like when I, I first decided to write a novel in 2014, Okay. I spent a full year reading as many craft books as I could get my hands on Yeah. before I even started writing my first, I was like halfway into 2015 before I started writing my first book. And then I started okay. writing that book and I get to like the midpoint and I'm like, this isn't right. Something's not right. And it's like, and so I stopped writing and I went back to the craft books and started digging more into like structure and story structure. Okay. I'm really big on story structure. I'm like, that's probably my, that's, I will nerd out on story structure if you let me. Um, and so then I started like, okay, now I got to start over because I didn't quite get this structure part right. Right. And then I started over, then I, but I started writing an entirely different novel oh. instead of the one I started with because it's like, once you start writing something, sometimes it's hard to just like yeah. start over or rewrite. And then I didn't really know what I was doing. And so it's just like, it's a mess. And um, so I've yeah. heard it like um, authors who are traditionally published where, you know, they'll send the book to the editor and they want all these rewrites and make it almost a completely different story. And mm -hmm. like you were just saying, that seems like that would be so hard it, when it is. this is yeah. the story you wanted to write and to have to now you kind of turn it upside thing. down. Yep. Yeah. And cause they, we, cause they're very personal. I mean, it's hard to, I mean, I don't, it's at least for me, it's impossible to write any story without it being personal. Right. And to stay unattached me. to it. Yeah. They become it your feels children. like it would come across. Yeah. They're, your, they're, your, they're like your children. Like they're, your, yeah. they're just, even if there's not a part, like there's a part of me in every single story I've ever written and they're very personal. And so it's very hard when somebody tells you, you know, you need to change that. It's like, but, but no. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So what are you reading right now? What am I reading? I'm actually reading, I'm actually reading some, normally I read books that are similar to what I'm trying to write. Um, but right now I'm reading kind of say romantic suspense Ooh, with I love a those. little layer of, see, they're not usually my favorite. I, I like, I like the more funny, I like books that make me cry and I like books that make me laugh. I don't okay. typically like books that make me tense up. <laughs> okay that's okay that's so funny yeah, yeah but books that make me cry I, I like I like I didn't realize how much I love books that made me laugh and so I started reading rom-coms but I probably love books there's that make some me really cry good ones yeah um but this one is more of a um I'm trying to I'm trying to remember the name of it right now it's called pin pal I think huh I, it's I didn't it, and it has a little layer of um of a uh supernatural to it which Ooh. is like totally did not see that coming and so it's but so it's it's like nothing like that's what so I'm curious yeah. yeah wow yeah and so it's just like <laughs> the book is absolutely nothing like anything I have ever <laughs> written or ever anticipate writing that's so funny oh okay so yeah the whole romantic suspense thing or any kind of suspense yeah seems like it would be so hard because you really have to plot out like yeah. leaving those red herrings and the clues and yeah and like and then you as you're reading stuff. them because and when you're reading it's like things happen and you're just like this makes no sense and then part of it because it's not supposed to make sense yet right. right you're supposed to wait for it and wait for it and it just 
those and if they're those, good they build up they and... build up and they build up and this one i did not see the whole like supernatural aspect coming it was one of those things that <laughs> that's i'm like so interesting i was like reading i'm like what are they doing i do not understand where this book is going because i was huh. not expecting the supernatural component usually that they at least give you a warning of something like that or at least uh you know some and, clues of that at the beginning so you know where it's going but right and, and it may have been in the blurb I didn't pick up on it and there may have okay. been in like the categories it's in and I like, guess it's, it's but I yeah so it's just kind of but it's interesting because okay. it's okay. not normally what I would read but it is yeah not, and you probably and I, wouldn't have picked it up if you had known maybe. yeah I'm enjoying it though but it's just yeah. it's definitely it's just yeah it's a, it's a different book you know especially coming off of finishing a rom-com series <laughs> that's funny I love it yeah they're definitely different than rom-coms aren't they day, wow. that's so funny so book number five of the drunk club series mm-hmm. um when do you anticipate that that one will be out that one will release november 22nd fantastic and what's so, the name um, of it that one is make me go make me go okay yeah. and yeah. where do you like to connect with readers at um i the three main places I connect are either in my newsletter. That's probably the, the number one place that I send. I, I'm religious with my newsletter and I've in nice. building my newsletter. Um, and then my Facebook group and then TikTok. Okay. I really, am, you know, TikTok is probably where, yeah, those three locations. And I'd probably take my newsletter and TikTok even before Facebook. For some okay. reason, like Facebook is just one of those places that. I have a love-hate relationship with Facebook. I understand that. Yeah, that's I totally understand. <laughs> but that. I well, love, I and I did not anticipate my enjoyment of TikTok as much as I do. But I just I thoroughly enjoy that platform. I, I it's like it's impossible for me not to go on there, and not get lost in, you know, the humor, <laughs> the laughter, the drama. A, the, it is so easy to waste a good hour books, scrolling, like, man. Oh. I find more books that I want to read on TikTok. I mean, it truly is like when you get into the book talk community. I try to explain this to some of my other author friends who are resistant to it. I was like, it really is a great place to find new books to read too. Not just to like find readers for my own books, but right, also to right. find books to read. That's and fun. Sometimes they're great books and sometimes they're not, but that's true no matter where you get recommendations from, but it's just, okay. yeah. Well, I will make sure to put some links in the show notes to all three of those places, your email, your Facebook group, and your TikTok account. Um, And the books that we talked about, the Drunk Love series, the After Hours series, the Hearts of Watercrest Falls, yeah. yeah. The Montana one. I will link to those. Um, awesome. Thanks so much for joining me today. I totally yeah. enjoyed this. It was yeah, a lot thanks of fun for having me. Thanks for joining me today on the Literary Escapes podcast. If you enjoyed today's episode and maybe would like some more Literary Escape book recommendations, then come check out the Literary Escape Society. We are a community of travelers who love books or maybe book lovers who love to travel. Either way, if you need an escape, a literary escape, come join us as we read our way around the world together, one book at a time. Check out the show notes to learn more about the Literary Escape Society. And we'll see you next time on the next episode.